Welcome to Friends with Cinefits. I am your host, Alex McAllister. Thank you for joining us this week. Um, today, I am joined by one of my longest friends ever. Not in terms of, like, dimensions, <laughs> but time-wise. Um, Austin like Ramsey, it. welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Alex. I'm glad to be here. Yes, um, you were one of the first people that I wanted to have on. Um, not only Aww. because I expected you to pick not a good movie, but an interesting <laughs> movie. A good good content. And, good movie for content. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you're a funny guy, so... I appreciate that, thank you. I'm excited to see where this goes. <laughs> uh, so, what movie did you pick and why? I, I regret choosing it, but I chose <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender, the movie, by M. Night Shyamalan. Okay, did you have a reason for picking it? Because I wanted to roast the fuck out of this movie. And we will. <laughs> I've never seen it before, so uh, I just wanted to watch it so I could just roast it. Yep, and um, I know you've seen the series. Do you know how many times you've I, seen it? Or uh, Well, I, I think I've only seen it two. Because I honestly, I wasn't one of the kids that watched it. Mm -hmm. uh, I, di I didn't actually watch it until I was like 20 or 21. But since then, in like the three years since I've been 20 and 21, uh, I've, I've seen it two times, yes. Nice. And I just watched it for the first time maybe two, the, the three series? months ago. Yes. Yeah, the series, gotcha. And it's incredible. Anybody that's listening, it's if you haven't seen it. such a good show. Yeah, check it out. I know <laughs> it's, it's... good for all ages. Yeah, it's a kid's show, but it's so much more than yeah. that. The, yes, it is. It's everything that this movie is not. <laughs> yes. So, I'll get into the background on it. Rotten Tomatoes has this at a whopping 5%. Five whole percent. That's five that's, big ones right there. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> I was expecting it to not be that accurate. I was really hoping that it was a little better than, like, everything I heard about it. But it just, it is not... I, I don't really have words for how bad it was. Yeah, and I tried to <laughs> approach this from just ignoring the TV series. Since, I, since the I series tried. is so good. I, was, I tried. Yeah. I couldn't, though. But it's still just terrible. It's awful. Uh, the budget was $150 million. <laughs> Was it really? Yeah, oh, my so God. Turned out they... Where they agreed to do three movies, one for each of the books. Yes. And yeah. then the budget was a little over $200 million for all three combined. Cool. Okay. And then they shot the opening sequence in Greenland, and it cost so much money. <sighs> and so they had to make some changes later, like the Fire Nation's yeah. in a high school. But Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my, now that you mention it, it just makes total sense. Um, but it still got all the way up to $150 million. Box office, it made, not made, it received $319 million, which is a lot, but uh, budget doesn't factor in marketing, and marketing oh. is normally the same amount of price as the entire budget, so it's normally... If you make more than half or more than double what your budget is, that's good. So this made nineteen million more, but uh, the that's, yeah. the studio heads were still disappointed. I think Paramount did this one. 
I feel like that's just because everyone saw the show. Yeah. That's the, they, it's not like they saw the trailer. It's like, oh, that looks really good. I'm going to go. They just saw the show and immediately was like, oh, i got to watch the movie. Yeah. And especially with a, a director like M. Night Shyamalan. They're mm. like, oh, this has got to be good. He's such a great director. Well, and, speaking of him. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, he's most known for The Sixth Sense, which I've never mm-hmm. seen. I haven't either. Just because I know the plot twist. And it seems like it was oh, really? in the movie. <laughs> I think I I think I do. I if I'm remembering the right movie. Uh that's the movie where it's like uh he says like I see dead people, right? Yeah. Okay, I know the twist. I know oh, the yeah, twist. Yeah. I know the twist then. <laughs> um and then the movies I have seen by him, I guess it's just split. Because I didn't watch yeah. Unbreakable. And then whenever Glass was coming out, I thought it looked atrocious so i i will i'll tell you what uh i never saw unbreakable i saw a couple clips on youtube and it looks like a really good movie Mm. uh split is honestly it is one of my favorite movies it's i think i think it cracks the top 10 but glass like it was all right it didn't do justice to the Mm -hmm. the i don't know if it was going to be a trilogy or like more than that but i don't i don't it was all right Mm -hmm. at best yeah, it didn't but. seem like it was going to blow me away like Split, so that's why yeah. I was like, I'll wait until reviews come out and then see it. Yeah. And nobody was wowed, so. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about M. Night Shyamalan, though, was he wrote the screenplay for Stuart Little. <laughs> did he really? He did. I didn't know that. It's kind of crazy because he's, around that time was when he wrote, is between him writing The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable. He wrote and the he screenplay for Stuart some, Little. Some, something in those two movies just made him realize, you know what? I should make a fucking movie about a fucking mouse. Exactly. And, that, and it's that, incredible. That's how I it went love down. Stuart Little. <laughs> I haven't seen it in years. I watched it. I, I remember it being pretty good. Two, three years ago, maybe? <laughs> of course you did. Is <laughs> <laughs> whenever I was watching Paddington, and then I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I, I never saw Paddington Stuart. either. Though, oh, my. But I heard that one was really good. Incredible. um something i did notice about uh m night Shyamalan movies because i've got like all of them listed here in my notes uh all of them that are good are like psychological thrillers Mm -hmm. and i think he should really stick to that genre because the two movies that i saw that aren't in that category are both bad and that's this movie avatar the last airbender and then apparently he directed after earth and that is the one that. by, or, yeah, I think this is the one with Will Smith and yeah. Jaden Smith, and I'm pretty sure it was pretty shit. <laughs> I've heard so, that as well. Yeah, uh, those are like the only two ones that aren't psychological thriller type movies, and I think that's really like what he should stick to. I don't think he should branch out. <laughs> I definitely agree. <laughs> so I'll get into a little bit more about the cast and the production. Okay. okay. Um. The co-creators of the television series were actually enthusiastic when it was announced M. Night Shyamalan was going to do it. Yeah. Um, But since then, they have retracted that. (laughs) I would be surprised if they didn't. And they they said that they tried to help in pre-production and anything, and they were just ignored and told that they didn't need help. Yeah. I I, I feel like... I really want a good, like... How am I going to say this? A good, like, TV show or movie after, like, The Airbender. Because mm-hmm. they were going to do the live action on Netflix. 
and I'm pretty sure they left because yep. Netflix wasn't allowing them to do whatever they wanted to do. Exactly. And that's the whole problem. That That's why M. Night Shyamalan's was so shit, was because they weren't allowed to do what they wanted to do. And now Netflix is doing the same thing, so I don't... My hopes have gone down yeah. for the Netflix live-action series. Same here. And then a producer stated that they wanted to make it a kid's movie, since it's a mm-hmm. kid's television show. Yeah. They didn't even want any room for conversation for it to be rated PG-13. And M. Night Shyamalan didn't like how the script had turned out, so he cut out a lot of the comedy. Oh my which, god, that is a bad decision. He <laughs> exactly. left in the worst comedy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure it was probably a bunch of fart jokes. And, Pro- yeah, yeah, probably. You know, kids stuff. But yeah. that's the TV show is funny. Yeah. This is oh my god, not at all. <laughs> there, there's a couple jokes in there. There's only a couple, and they all fall flat. Mm-hmm. None of them hit home. Everything about this movie falls flat. <laughs> and after it came out, M Night Shyamalan said, "I wasn't up to the task." <laughs> what a quote! Yeah, a quote. he can say that again. <laughs> so now I'll go into. The actors that were in the movie, this has taken a lot of criticism for whitewashing. That is one of my things in my notes. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's, like, like Katara and um, Soka, as they (laughs) say it in the movie. Fucking Soka. Anyways, um, they're they're whitewashed. Like, they're supposed to be Inuit, right? Mm -hmm. Or, like, like Eskimo. I don't know the correct term, but I I think it's Inuit. Uh but they're not. <laughs> it's just awful. Mm-hmm. They made terrible decisions with this movie. So, Noah Ringer starred as Aang, or yes. Ong, as they say. <laughs> Ong. God. Don't, don't, don't even bring that up. I oh just don't understand how there's three seasons of the show where they say Aang, and then you yeah. make this movie and you say, I think it's pronounced Ong. <laughs> And just stick so with that. Stupid. That's not oh a positive choice. Nobody would look at that and be like, that's a great change that they made. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, he actually grew up doing martial arts, uh, Taekwondo oh, sp- specifically. Okay. Well, he's got that going for him. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> and he was in this and Cowboys and Aliens, which is yeah. also bad. I I will disagree on that. Oh. I like Cowboys and Aliens. Like that's a bad that's a bad uh, that's a bad opinion. But wow. I actually did like Cowboys and Aliens. It's been a while since I've seen it. But same here. I just I remember, remember it being pretty I, bad. I, I liked it. I might have to rewatch it. Hey, next time you're on. <laughs> hey, there we go. Um, but since he was in both of those movies and they didn't do good, he has decided to go back to Taekwondo and hasn't acted okay. since then. Oh, okay. Um, he's around our age. I think oh, he really? might be a little younger. Oh, I've got it right here in front of me. Yeah. Uh, born November 18th, 1997. That's yep. seven months younger than I am? Yeah. So, I think so. Uh, last I saw, the last update on him, people said he was in college. For <laughs> He had a club for Taekwondo and was teaching Oh, people. okay. Well, that's better than the movie. So. Yeah. <laughs> and as Soka was oh Jackson God. Rathbone. Jackson Rathbone. 
I believe. It might have been Jason, and I might have wrote it down wrong. I've got IMDB pulled up right now, but I can't find him. <laughs> um, he was in, after this, he was he was Jasper in Twilight, the Twilight series. I never watched it. I never Neither watched did it. I. I actually went to <laughs> the premiere of the first one with my did mom you really? and my sister. <laughs> what a... Because what? they said, hey, if you, if you go, we'll buy you a blue icy. And I said, <laughs> sure. It's worth sitting two and a half hours through a movie. Oh, it was. Blue ice is saying. And also, something awesome about Jackson Rathbone. Cool name. Okay. He uh, is, it, is, it is actually pretty cool. He is related to Civil War General Stonewall Jackson. Is he really? Yeah. Good for him. Cool and names <laughs> run in the family. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Good for him. So... Next is Nicola Peltz, I believe is how you say her name. She was Katara. Oh, yeah. I knew her from Bates Motel, the series. I think I, I watched, haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, I only watched like a season and a half of it. Yeah. And she was also in Transformers Age of Extinction. I saw that. That's, or that's the one with oh, um, Mark Wahlberg, right? That's the one where he stopped being Shia LaBeouf, right? I have no clue. I hate all of them. I, <laughs> I hate Transformers, too, but I've seen, like, all of them. You know, but, yeah, our I previous th- guest... I, I think she was in that one. Lance Inkenbrandt loves Transformers. Does he really? This is I'm an ongoing argument we've had. <laughs> no, no. Transformers is just three hours of nonstop action, and none of it's good. Exactly. <laughs> uh, she has been nominated twice for the Golden Raspberry's Worst Supporting Actress... Oh my god. Which was those, those are a thing? Yeah, which was Transformers <laughs> and The Last Airbender. That oh god. What a sucker punch to the gut to get nominated for one of that. Yeah, she didn't oh win either god. time. So I guess well, that's good. That, I guess. <laughs> that's still not much. Uh I did read about her background. Her dad's like a billionaire investment banker from new york and she's engaged to um the soccer player david beckham's oh i was about to say messy yeah (laughs) that's the only soccer player i know but she's engaged to his son so she's got a lot working out for her i was was about to say like so she didn't need this movie to work out for (laughs) okay and then next uh dev patel as zuko he's most known from slumdog millionaire I never watched it. I heard it was a really good movie. Yeah. But, yeah um, I never watched it. They originally wanted Jesse McCartney to be Zuko. What? Yes. What? <laughs> Do even more whitewashing than they already <laughs> exactly. did. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't know if it's better or worse because now the only character that isn't white is the bad guy. That is true. You know, so. <laughs> If you'd done them all white, I don't know I, if that's more yeah. racist or less racist. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And then the last note I have is that they made a video game based off of this movie. Of course they it did. It was only on the <laughs> Nintendo Wii and the Nintendo I... DS. Um, it was criticized for pretty much everything. Um, you can't block <laughs> attacks, which is what? pretty important. In a video game. And (laughs) when you go into stealth mode, you can't turn around backwards. You can just kind of go straight. What? 
Only that, when you're in stealth mode. It seems like that mechanism I mean, should like, be there all the it, time. It sounds like an awful video game, <laughs> but really, like, what you can't get much better on the Wii. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, if it's not Mario Party or, like, Wii Sports, like, yep. the video game on the Wii is awful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, with all that being said, that's the background on it, the actors. Do you want to just dive right into this Let's jump right incredible in, movie? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait, dude. I can't wait. So it starts out with a terrible scroll where it oh, it tells dude. you the entire plot of what's going on. And then we have to listen to Katara throughout the entire movie just re-emphasize exactly what was said in the beginning. I have never seen a movie that has narration and it is good. <laughs> yeah. Like... I, there are some TV shows that can pull it off, but like I've never once saw a narrated movie that is good. Yeah, this was rough. There was <laughs> multiple times where she will like narrate and say "ong." I'm just gonna Ong, say "ang." Of course, of this. course. Uh-huh. Where, like there was one time she said "ang" did this thing and like was trapped in frozen ice, and then yeah. It's like her talking to him, and she says, can I ask your name? <laughs> and you literally just said his name about 15 seconds ago. <laughs> That's true! Oh my god, I didn't notice that. Yeah, and so, <laughs> it's so frustrating. But, another thing that frustrated me, at the very <laughs> yeah. beginning, Katara, she can water bend. okay? She can just control yeah. water. She's playing around with it, and it gets Sokka wet, or whatever. Of course, of course. But he stands right up, his clothes are completely dry. He's got a little, like, snow that, on his Yes, face. I have that in my notes. Oh. <laughs> it was so mad. It can't oh be hard Dude. to just get someone wet. You know, just pour a bucket over. <laughs> so, I also have, like, it was, like, the same or the next scene when they're, like, breaking him out of the ice. And I have this note here that just says, this motherfucker really broke a hole in the ice and got surprised when it started to crack. <laughs> yeah. He was standing <laughs> like they're, over. They're standing on ice. He breaks a hole in it, and he goes, oh, my God. There's cracks breaking under my... We need to run. So, like, I... It was... <sighs> this opening scene really <laughs> shows the issues that they made with their character decisions. Yes. So... It starts out, Sokka, he's just like, yeah, dude, let me just destroy this ice I'm standing on. You're like, <laughs> exactly. okay, he's stupid and reckless. <laughs> they run away, okay? Then, like, the ball comes out that Aang's frozen in. Yeah. And then Katara wants to go up to it, and he's like, no, don't go there. It could be dangerous. And it's like, you were literally standing <laughs> on ice, hammering Hammer down away. right at it. What do you expect? <laughs> and just throughout the movie, they just... Like, keep switching. Whenever the Fire Nation goes to their water tribe or whatever. Yeah. There's literally one part where he, like, starts to grab for his boomerang that doesn't actually boomerang. Yeah. But he goes to grab it, and Katara's like, Sokka, don't. And then a couple (laughs) seconds later, someone says something, makes her mad, and she starts to, like, waterbend. And then he says, Yeah. Katara, don't. They, they're they're children. They're, this, they're a little reckless. Yeah, but like, there's one of them should be reckless. One of them shouldn't, and it should stay. It has way. a nice balance. Yeah. 
Ugh. But I, during that scene, uh, the raid on the Ice Village, I saw, I'm not going to give it the worst dialogue in the movie, but I think it's the second worst dialogue in the movie. Okay. Where um, it's Zuko and, and Aang, where uh, he's talking to him, and I think, here, let me, let me just, this is exactly, almost exactly how it went. Okay. Aang's like, I'm not going with you anywhere. Zuko goes, I'll burn down this village. And no hesitation, immediately, Aang's like, I'll go with you. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's just flat dialogue, no hesitation between the cuts. Mm-hmm. Like, no hesitation where he's like, oh, man, should I go with them? No, it's just, I'll go with you. Yeah. And it's just, that's it. I and do remember noticing I, that. It, it was so bad. There's another bit from... When the ball's rising with Aang in it, I just want to mm-hmm. hit on it real quick. Yeah. But Sokka says, this is probably some Fire Nation trick. <laughs> with their, with it's their a, machinery. It's a giant <laughs> ball of ice floating. Yeah. What? <laughs> How would the Fire Nation do that? Uh, they wouldn't. Exactly. That's the thing. Also, when the Fire Nation shows up, to their tribe. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All you gotta do, blow out all the fires. Since in this movie they can't create fire, just put out. Ah, ooh. Put out all the fires. <laughs> they just come up to you and then they're like, "Hey, we're taking this little boy." You just say, "Yeah." No, you ain't. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that like that was a big thing for me though with this movie mm-hmm. was. The firebenders can't create their own fire. And then, oh, who could? Iroh. Or, sorry, Eero in this movie. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, um, I, apparently, Iroh, since I'm assuming he would, in the future movies, he was going to go into the whole lore where he, like, learned it from the dragons and yeah. shit like that. And that's why he cr- can create his own. But, like, that. They have the sun for a reason. That's like, they draw their power... I'm going to sound real nerdy. They yeah. draw their power from the sun, and that's why they should be able to create their own fire. And then if you learned it from the dragons, where it's like... Or they create fire from their own anger, mm-hmm. or whatever. But the real way to do it is how the dragons did it. That's drawn from the sun. That makes you more powerful. Yeah. If you learn it the dragon way. But it it was just so stupid, them like... Whenever they're, like, raiding villages, they throw in the big, like, chains with fire, mm-hmm. like, coals on fire in there just so they could use the fire. It's so stupid. It is. <laughs> and my probably least favorite bit of dialogue <clears throat> was just the... Aang gets captured, goes off with Zuko. Yeah. And then Sokka and Katara start talking to the Grand Grand or whatever. Yeah, Granny. And... I hate all of that. <laughs> she goes into this whole whole spiel about the spirit world. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you know that, Granny? Yeah. You know? She's old. They're wise, Alex. Respect your elders. And she's sending them off. She's like, you know <laughs> okay. what? Yeah. Go, go save that little boy yeah. by just you two, my, <laughs> my two grandkids. Just you two go raid this fire yeah. nation ship. You gotta go help them. If the entire colony tribe thing can't stand up to all those people, how can yeah. these two kids just go do invade the ship that's on water? <laughs> they got a flying bison, bro. Yeah, they can do it. Which 
I need to bring up <laughs> is awful CGI. It oh is. my god. Like, I'm so glad that they actually didn't put him in a lot of scenes because it was so bad. The one scene where he was hovering and the kids were like holding by his toes and shit like that. <laughs> like, and he you looked didn't over. Like that? He, he had like that human face. It was so unsettling. It is. I, like, I'm so glad they never showed his face like throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, I think um, I watched a video and someone said he counted Appa's face twice. Twice, in the, yeah. In the movie. Other times it's too dark or it'd just be like his back. Yeah. Um, yeah, he sucked. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, the one thing I hated most about Grand Grand, she said he will change hearts, and changing hearts wins wars. Wins the war? <laughs> what? I mean, like. Can you provide some examples? I, I get where she's coming from. I mean, like, you win over their hearts, you win, like, you put hope into them, you know? No. And they, I they're don't no know. longer afraid of the Fire Nation. No, then they gotta fight them, you know? Well, yeah, but they're too afraid to fight him right now. I guess. Which, that brings me to another point, but it's further in the movie, so we'll get, we'll get to it when we get to it. Okay. <laughs> so now we'll go on to Aang's captured and on the ship. Yes. I don't understand. Maybe you do. They're okay. like, hey, we have this test for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to put a rock in front of you. We're going to put some <laughs> water in front of you. We'll put, I think, a candle... Yeah, it was a candle. Yeah. And for some reason, Aang bends those things. Yeah, well, I, th- I think it's just uh, a lame uh, showing of, or a lame way of showing that, like, he has power over all four elements. I, I think that was the thing. For the movie? Yeah. For the movie, yeah, but in that uh, overall scenario, in the TV show, awful. awful in that terrible. scenario, why would he bend those things? He And, I, like... I thought, oh, it's probably, like, the forces of those elements reacting with his internal forces. Yeah, yeah, But it never happens in the rest of the movie. He's, like, if he would just walk by... He doesn't know how to master them yet. I know, but... He he has to master them. If he would just, like, if he'd stand by candles and candles would, like, move (laughs) or something, then you're like, oh, he has this ability, he just has to, like... He has this innate ability that he can't control. It's just like he has to learn it. I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. That that I think that's the whole point of what was originally going to be the <laughs> other two movies. <laughs> yeah, I get you. But. They didn't. They didn't want to uh, make him be able to bend all of them at the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the next thing I have is he escapes, and yeah. then. On terribly CGI Appa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go and they're like, hey, we're going to go to Aang's home in the, the air Yeah, temple. Southern Air Temple. Yeah. But along the way, they stop at the Earthbender camp. That The prison. That is what I wanted to bring up, bro. Because in the TV show, I get what, I get what uh, storyline they're pulling out of mm-hmm. from the TV show on this one. Uh, in the TV show, they put all those Earthmenders in a prison, uh, like, out in the water on, like, a metal ship mm-hmm. or something like that. And that's why they couldn't escape, because there, no, uh, there was no Earth there to bend. But the, they really put all these Earthbenders in a prison, like, 
just on land. Yep. Like they just surrounded him with a, with a fence. Dirt. Huts. And they put they put literally like twelve guards there. <laughs> I counted them. There were like twelve Fire Nation guards and like a hundred earth bending uh, prisoners mm-hmm. there, surrounded by earth. And they just didn't escape until this eleven year old comes around and it's like, hey, uh, you guys, you're surrounded by earth. <laughs> fight Go em. ahead and fight fight the 12 guys yep. that are here. And then they beat up like four of them, and the rest are like, retreat! Oh my god, they're too strong. Mm-hmm. It was just awful. So <laughs> One of the worst scenes in the movie. That, honestly, is the worst scene I think <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> so, it's just like... You've played Pokemon on Game Boy, right? Uh, I didn't play it on Game Boy, but I have played Pokemon. You understand Pokemon, okay? It's turn-based. That's all that the fighting (laughs) is in this. It's, hey, I'm gonna throw this fire at you. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna get six dudes to make, to do these moves, (laughs) and then they're gonna throw this pebble at you. It's gonna hit you in the chest and knock you over. Yeah. I think that was... Partly just, like, maybe bad communication. I think it's just they didn't have good, uh, oh, like, fight coordinators. Yeah. On, on, the, on the movie, on the movie set. Like, I, and I don't <laughs> I think, think... they could have shelled out a little extra money to get the professionals. And I don't think that they communicated with the people that did CGI. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. when it took six people, they just moved that tiny rock. Yeah. You could just CGI a bigger rock. <laughs> and I I actually put a note up about how they would do all those... I don't know what they were doing, karate or... Yeah. Because I know each element is based on a different form of like martial arts mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, they would do them for like 10 seconds, yep. like all these moves. And then the bending would start. And it would take like two seconds. I... So they would do like all these like screaming like karate moves, doing flips and shit. And then they would just push their hand forward and, like, you know, like Earthbend or whatever yep. after 15-second-long show. I wrote down, takes 12 minutes of nonsense for them to move <laughs> anything. Yes. That is about right. Yep. Uh, just, the CGI is terrible. Oh, awful. And terrible. the Momo creatures yeah. in this movie. The lemurs. They look yeah. just... Like, they're not there, you know? <laughs> Have you seen the original Star Wars movies recently? Yeah, I, I haven't seen them recently. So, they have these weird, like, transition scenes where it's just, like, the desert. And in the original movie, it'll be, like, three stormtroopers standing there. But yeah. for some reason, now they have a CGI, like, creature and a stormtrooper riding it. And it's just, like, making weird noise. <laughs> And it's just because George Lucas discovered what CGI was and was like, oh, yeah. I should put this right here. That's what this reminded me of. It's like, this is pointless. Yeah. You don't There's, need, like, yeah. they'll have a lemur just, like, flying around in the background or climbing on stuff. You yeah. don't need that. Yeah. And there's, like, a difference between uh, just CGIing, like, uh, CGIing in an animal, it, like Appa and Momo. Uh, there's a difference between that and CGIing them with like 
where it looks like they have a soul mm-hmm. in their eyes. Exactly. Because, <laughs> like, you would look into their eyes, and you, you could tell there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there. It's... It was a little it's creepy. terrible. Like, the... <laughs> the effects don't look bad, but they're executed yeah. terribly. Like, mm-hmm. that in conjunction with everything looks terrible. Yes. Okay. So, after they leave that place, rumor goes around that the Avatar's going somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. And was... they say, Katara says in one of her stupid narration bits, she says, Sokka is concerned we are, were followed. In the background... And there's big smoke. Huge <laughs> tower of smoke. Only Sokka's concerned. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> I wonder what gave him that inclination. <laughs> and also, I... there's scenes like, she's talking about how she's trying to teach Aang waterbending, and they're yeah. standing there, I think it's the same scene, and she's like doing her movements by the water, yeah. but she's not bending anything. They, for- yes. they forgot to CGI that in or something. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I like if I'm if I'm trying to defend the movie, you could say like she's still learning, so she hasn't gotten the moves down yet. But I feel like there should be like a ripple, exactly. Or something, you know, you, like that's all it takes. Just but yeah, have, make make it look like a fish jumped or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. It right. I want to bring up right around this point in the movie. There are two things actually that were right around this point in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think right after the prison scene was. The one where he was talking, or Aang was talking to Sokka and Katara and like explaining, oh, you know what? Or he said, I haven't mastered all the elements yet and uh, I should go learn water. And he's like explaining basically the entire, like how it's going to be laid out in the next three movies, which I think should have been done in like flashbacks or some shit Mm -hmm. like that. Because they do a lot of expl- over-explaining in this movie. Yep. But, um, yeah. But they would... This was the worst scene in the movie. Uh, they kept panning... Not panning, but cutting from both Aang and then Kentara and Sokka. And it was, like, such a close-up image of, of their faces. Yeah, like, I, I know for a fact you remember this. Yeah. Because it was so out of place. <laughs> like... They were close-up images of their faces, and there was, like, nothing intense happening or anything yeah. that would, like, say, oh, we need a close-up on this. There was like, one of Aang. kept panning back and forth. You literally couldn't see the arrow on his you head, and yeah. you couldn't <laughs> see his chin. That's how close-up yeah, it, it was. it was just his face. It was so close, and I don't see why they needed the close-up there. It's insane. <laughs> so, uh, but the, oh, oh wait, yeah. the, what, the, other, the other thing I wanted to say was, uh, oh, God. It was, oh, the scene right after he went into the Avatar mode at the Southern Air Mm-hmm. He, like, went, you know, Super Saiyan or whatever. But um, the very next scene, Katara, <laughs> like, asks Aang, it's like, are you the Avatar? <laughs> like, <laughs> he literally just went into the Avatar state, and you're asking him. I put in my notes, this bitch really is still debating if he's the Avatar. <laughs> he went into that full-ass mode where it's like a nuke just went off yeah and then she still has to ask she's still debating god That's just i so hated stupid. that like <laughs> when he was like making everything move she was just like we're here for you you are here for you calm down yeah oh my we met you two days she ago was for your family 
So around this time was when we get introduced to Fire Lord Ozai. Fire Lord Ozai, And Commander Zhao or whatever. Yeah. And my frustration with this is that in the series, every time you see Ozai, it's just flames. You know, you can't even, you don't know what he looks like for... You you don't see his face till the third season. Yeah, exactly. I believe. And how they introduce Ozai in this is him and Zhao walking down a hallway. Yeah. No great introduction. That's it. Yeah. And then Zhao's like, hello, sire. We were, we found these books at this library. (laughs) At the the great library. And we now know more stuff about spirits. (laughs) (laughs) It was terrible. And then he's like, they find out Aang's going up to the water tribe, yeah. the northern water tribe, mm-hmm. and then that's when they find out that's where the moon spirit is, the moon and water mm-hmm. spirits, whatever. Yeah. And Zhao says, well, I suppose it's a race then. God, that, oh. We know, you don't have to say that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm yelling. No, you could. Like, it deserves to be yelled at. Like, <laughs> It didn't need to be said. Yeah, like, exactly. It, it they said it like it was a surprising and intense thing. Yep. The, <laughs> like it. The it, entire exposition before that was saying they're trying to get there. We have to get there first. Step Wait back. A minute. Does this constitute a Wait, race? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are race rules. It's. Ugh, I'm frustrated. <laughs> My next note is literally 42 minutes in. Can this be over? <laughs> I felt that way about 10 minutes in. Yeah, yep. But at first, it's kind of charming by how bad it is. You're just like, I, you know, see, I can get, I can understand, but. There is a difference between a bad movie that is so bad that it's good. Like Sharknado? And a and shark like Sharknado, I love I Sharknado, or uh, <laughs> I I know you don't, but Sharknado's great. Um, there's a difference between those movies and a movie that's just so bad it's bad, mm-hmm. and that's what this movie is. Yeah, this bad this is bad like bad acting, bad writing, yeah. oh, bad pacing. That, there are I will have to give credit to two. Two of the actors that I really think were the only kind of good parts about this movie. Okay. And I think, I don't know what his name was, but the actor that did Iroh, mm-hmm. he was pretty, he was a good actor. He wasn't then, as uh, Iroh as I hoped. No. I wanted he, a big He belly. did not, yeah, I didn't, he did not look like Iroh at yeah. all, which I was really disappointed in, but he was a good actor. Mm-hmm. He did, he did carry the movie a little bit. And then uh, uh, Princess Yue. I didn't like she her. She was all right. You didn't like her? No. I, I might be kind of biased because she was played by, uh, I don't know if you looked her up, uh, Seychelle Gabriel. Mm-hmm. And um, one, she was in one of my favorite series, Falling Skies, which if you haven't seen, check it out. But she also voiced uh, like my favorite character in the Legend of Korra series, which I actually didn't know until I watched this movie, but she voiced Asami, hmm. like the main chick besides Korra. I still haven't seen Korra. Which, you, yeah, uh, unpopular opinion, everyone. Uh Legend of Korra is as good, if not better, than The Last Airbender. Wow. I will throw that out there. I will fight anyone who tries to come at me for that. All right. Hot takes. 
here <laughs> on the takes. Friends with Cinefits pod. Hot takes. Wow. My roommate's <laughs> watching it right now, so I'll have His, to ask oh, him. He's got good taste. Yeah. Sure he does. <laughs> oh, wait. He listens to this. You do, Joseph. <laughs> exactly. You got good taste, man. You got good taste. <laughs> um, so, I don't remember how Aang gets captured again. He gets captured four times in the movie. He, talking- he uh... He went to the Northern Air Temple, right? Oh, by yeah, himself? Because yeah, yeah. he, yeah, he wanted to see if he could talk to the Dragon Spirit. And then that one commoner or whatever yeah. like, trapped him. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's when Zuko comes in the Blue Spirit. I hated <laughs> that mask. I Just hated the mask? It. I hated the whole Just thing. Just the mask. No, 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 no. Wow. Like, well, like, obviously the scenes were bad and the fight scenes were awful and shit like that. But, like, I saw that mask and it was awful. <laughs> like, there was so much hair on it. It there looked so ugly. Like, I put in my notes, the blue spirit mask is ugly AF. Nice. And that was my only note from that entire, <laughs> from that entire scene was just that. So <laughs> my big deal with that is... That episode in the series was one of my favorite ones. It yeah. was so cool how it really built to the third season when Zuko turns good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it had Zuko and Aang, like, they were saving each other nonstop. They were yeah. working together. This, not that at all. <laughs> nope, nope. It, they tried to do it. Yeah, they, they tried, tried to, to do put it. it in there where he, like, has a chance to escape, but he turns back to help the help zuko but like, i it think it, it needed land. more of zuko being the guy that's like also mm-hmm. saving because yeah. then it builds that at the end of the movie ang says we could be friends yeah you know we could yeah, be yeah. friends i don't see that you know like i don't see it at all if, like i i see it in the sh- i see it in the show exactly but not at in the movie whatsoever they don't have chemistry yeah so i think if that scene had done if they'd done that better, maybe that would have been more believable. Yeah. Um, I think that's a big thing that... I think that's one of the main reasons this movie actually failed. Is like, none of the actors have chemistry together. Mm-hmm. I don't think a single one has chemistry with a single other. My <laughs> least favorite relationship is Princess Yue and Sokka. Really? Because... Really? I actually kind of liked it. What? But I'm kind of biased. I, I guess I'm kind of biased. That's, so that's kind of my girl right there. They go to the Northern Water Tribe, and it does more exposure from yeah, uh, Katara, and she says, "My brother and the princess quickly became friends." Oh my god! Then yeah, the narration. Oh, so that's the entire relationship building that they did. Yeah. Well, that that yeah, that's the thing. Like. The one thing I can say bad about that relationship is that they moved it along way too fast. Yeah. Like, which you could argue happened in the series, but the thing is, like, that those episodes in the North Pole were two 20-minute episodes, mm-hmm. so they had to, you know? Yeah. But, like, here in the movie, you could do a little bit longer. Yeah. And this wasn't even that long of a movie. I think it was an hour, 20 minutes. Uh, I saw something. I don't have it pulled up. <laughs> all of his movies, except for... A couple are between mm-hmm. 103 minutes and 109 minutes. That's weird. Yeah. An hour and 43 minutes. I just, I, I found it. Oh, okay. It, it was an hour and 43 minutes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
that's how long we had to watch oh, it. Oh, I guess, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense, 103 minutes. Um, I don't know. It In that amount of time, take out the narration. Mm-hmm. That would probably I, add 10 minutes of content because there's well, so yeah. much narration. Well, that I... I don't know if I would have removed a lot of stuff. I would have traded the scenes where they would just explain, like, backstories yeah. and shit like that. Like, those were so, so cringy and so unnecessary. Yeah, most of the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they should have done... They could have accomplished those in flashbacks mm-hmm. or, like, else, something else. You anything but, like, do the way they just would talk. Without saying it. Like, you don't have to yeah, clearly yeah, say true. all that stuff. You can show relationships you know you can do a montage i'm not a big montage guy but you could do a montage of Sokka and princess ua like going on dates or something you know yeah it takes a couple seconds yeah or like um uh i noticed whenever zuko was talking to iroh about why he was banished Mm -hmm. and he just like would explain uh explain trying to think he would explain why he was banished but they only had like one tiny little flashback I yeah believe, where like he was younger and he just turns around and he sees his father whereas in the tv show he would explain it and his voice was overlaid over like the whole scene mm-hmm. of him like you know speaking out at the meeting and whatever and then like his uh agni kai and whatever i think it would have been a lot of lame scenes in this movie would have been saved with like flashbacks or something like that. I even like just thinking about it now I think that could have been a cool opening to the movie is it starts with like Zuko as a little kid or whatever you know what and then like it's Fire Lord Ozai but you never see Ozai he's just like shrouded in flames yeah you know like that the story isn't about Zuko mm-hmm. but that and it would be like a a change from the TV show, but they already fucking changed like everything about the goddamn thing. But like, I think I think that could have been a good yeah, that could yeah. have been a good start. And I mean, at least in the series, Zuko's my favorite character. Just his development is incredible. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. I think it could have been cool to see that like glimpse of him at the beginning, and then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, he can turn things around, you know? Yeah. Um, God, they really did terrible with his character. <laughs> okay, Fire Lord Ozai at one point says, It would be nice if the moon and ocean spirits were not part of the equation. So, what have you learned from the scrolls from that library? And then Zhao replies and says, We found the location of the moon and ocean spirits. And then the guy's just like, Wow, it's our destiny then. There's, no, yeah, there's a there's a lot of that that stuff in this movie where it's like, man, I wish they couldn't be a problem. What'd you find at the library? I found a way where they could be not a problem. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like that is awful writing. Mm-hmm. Awful writing. Yeah, it's just so lazy. <laughs> okay, so do you want to go into the battle now? Uh, before we go into the battle, I want to mention that um, in addition to whitewashing the entire cast, basically, mm-hmm. they also completely left out that whole gender inequality thing at the North Pole. 
I don't know if you remember that from the series, but whenever they got there, uh, they let Aang train with the fighting waterbender, and then Katara had to go yeah. train with the healing uh, healing waterbender, even though she didn't want to. She wanted to fight, and that was like a whole episode, and it was like really like groundbreaking and shit like that, and they just left the whole thing mm. out. Which <laughs> is not good, <laughs> especially if you whitewash your whitewash your entire cast. Yeah. That's that's hitting on different bases. The entire time that they were at the Northern Water Tribe, I don't think Katara spoke to anyone other than Aang and Sokka. I don't think so either. Because I don't yeah. remember her talking to Princess Yue. And she... I remember them in scenes, but yeah. I don't remember them talking to each other. Exactly. Yeah. It's just weird. <laughs> I feel like they just tried to accomplish too much in one movie. Yeah. I feel like the first, like, each season could probably be broken up into two movies. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, the, that's just the thing. Okay, so now I'll just go into the battle. Before yeah, yeah. it, when they're planning, they say, this is unbeatable. Our, our fortress, you can't get in here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody can. And then all they had to do was drill up from underneath also, right? Zuko got in. He didn't even need a he drill. Hot hands. He just, he just made <laughs> yeah, hot hands. exactly. And this also goes back to, you know that they're coming. Put out mm-hmm. all of your fires. Yes. Yes. You have the ocean. Like, if you have the ocean and you're all water benders, soon as you see a boat, destroy that baby. <laughs> you know. Just toss, toss like on those little fireball thingies again. Yeah. Like they toss into the tent to the village. Throw some water on those bitches. Exactly. Like, put out the fire. It's... Ugh, I'm frustrated. <laughs> I'll never watch this movie again. I, I won't either. I will never watch this movie. Okay, so... They... I did kind of like how they went with... Aang being pacifist. Being a pacifist, like... The dragon said, hey... You're not meant to hurt others. Show them the power of the ocean or whatever. So he just raised the water up and the boats were like, yeah, we'll get out of here. This is going to the end of the battle or whatever. But I liked that he wasn't just rage, you know, because that's more. How do you feel about that? You don't seem on the same page. (laughs) Like, this is one of the things that I... I can see where it's coming from, mm. and especially it goes along with the TV show where how he's like a pacifist and he doesn't want to kill and shit like that. But then again, he made a two hundred and fifty foot wave and didn't sink a single one of those ships. So <laughs> I, I got kind of mad. I was really wanting the entire fleet to be knocked. I out, think but no. Since he just lets the wave go back down. I think since this is the only movie that was made that's why we want that like i wanted him to destroy them because he never does and like in this world that they just built he never you know he never gets to destroy anything and so since we know it's the only movie it's like come on ang just use your power (laughs) but right before that there's a flashback this was a good use of a flashback. They uh, fi- finally. It was whenever he ran away. And mm-hmm. you could tell, like, he just looks scared, and he's very emotional. And then in this, he had that opportunity to be, yeah. like, let emotion rule him again. 
But he didn't. Yeah. And so he's just like, I'm going to show them what power I have. And then they're yeah. like, let's go back to square that, one. We'll, you, you guys yeah. do your thing. That That is kind of one of the, like, like I said, there's only, I can count the good things about this movie on one hand. Mm-hmm. That is one of the kind of good things that I could see where he was going with, yeah. where, like, the flashbacks, everyone bowed before him, and then he was supposed to bow back, but he ran away. And then at the very end of the movie, he's finally accepting that he's the Avatar, everyone's bowing to him, and yeah. then he bows back. But what kind of fucking bow was that at the end? <laughs> did, you, did you have a problem with that bow? It was just kind of, like, bending one knee and then, like, sticking out his other foot and then, like, offering, like, a... I don't know. He, like, offered, like, his hand in front of him like he has, like, a hot plate. I think... <laughs> it, was, it was such a stupid bow. I don't... I, I It could just be me. It could just be me. But I thought it was so stupid that I... Like, I was appreciating the scene. And then he did that. I'm like, that just kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> I think my experience with it was, oh, thank God this movie's over. I wasn't paying that, attention okay, to the yeah, bows. The specific bow. But... Oh, I I was super disappointed that all he did was just do that wave. That the about this last battle, where the fuck is the giant fish guy? I know. I wanted, I wanted to see the I, giant fish exactly. guy. And they're like, "Oh, we've already spent 150 million on this movie. Yep. Can I can't can't CGI another fish guy." That was exactly my thought was the whole time <laughs> I was like, "I can't wait to see this fish guy. It's probably yeah. going to look cool." Dude. But then well, like then I saw, yeah, I saw Appa, and I was like, eh, it probably wouldn't look good. It's probably for the best that they didn't include him, but still, God, yeah. where's my fish guy, dude? Also, whenever Zuko and Aang are fighting, okay. there's just oh my God. a room, like, Katara sees a room lighting up by fire, and she's just like, oh my gosh, Aang, and she runs there. <laughs> The entire village is on fire. Exactly, and she sees one room with fire in it. Exactly. Oh, it doesn't make sense. It. Oh my god, it was so stupid. But I also noticed uh, during that fight scene between him and Zuko, he there was one point where he was hiding from him, you know, mm-hmm. and then Zuko was just kind of walking around, and then he stopped, and then it pans out, and like Aang standing right behind yep. him. And I'm like, oh, he's about to pull out some airbending jujitsu on his ass. But no, it's just one of those stupid ass gimmick things where like Zuko turns around to the left and like Aang moves with him mm-hmm. so he doesn't see him. And then he does it to the right and he moves again. I'm like, bro, come on. I think there's no way. That's the one thing from a kid's movie that they brought into this. It was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, kids think this is funny. Uh, that was so awful. That if that was one of the jokes that M Night Shyamalan kept in and got rid of others, like he yeah, that was I terrible. don't know how he has a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just an awful, lame ass joke that just did not land. Uh, yes, not not nothing in this movie landed <laughs> to me. Also, I know you liked Princess Yue and yeah. Sokka, but uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of biased. But yes, when they did. Her sacrifice. Yeah. I thought the dialogue was just, like, super generic. I had no uh, yeah. emotional connection to them. Like, yeah, they that relationship hadn't been built. So mm-hmm. I was like, who cares? I'm not sad. Yeah. Um, 
Also, that I get where you're coming from on that. Before that, that fish was the easiest fish to ever catch. <laughs> like I just put a bag in there and scooped it up. Well, like, I've tried I mean, fishing it's just, before. It's not that easy. It's, it's just like it's a spirit, you know. It's not actually like a fish. I don't think it, that should think... be like a level ten fish. Then <laughs> it should be harder to catch, I, bro. You you seriously you uh <laughs> you nitpicking the way a guy f- catches a fish in a bag in a booby as bad as this, yes. bro. <laughs> I've tried fishing and it's hard, you know. Well, I, I know. just want to cry. <laughs> And then this guy, he could just put a bag in there and catch the most important fish of all time? <laughs> That's not fair. I don't know. I, I don't have an explanation. I, I don't have an explanation. There's no explanation that. for any of this movie. <laughs> also, Zhao's death? Demise? Oh, he, from the yeah, from the waterbenders or yeah, whatever? Yeah, so he yeah. starts out like he's going to stop Zuko or whatever, and then they yeah. get away. And then yeah. it, the waterbenders come, and I think it would have been cooler if it was one of those scenes where, like, it's the four waterbenders, like, walking to him, and they're just, like, you know, they're hitting a bat on their hand. They're like, oh, we're going to beat oh. you up. <laughs> I think that would have been better, but instead they're just like, okay, we're going to put you in a ball of water and just drown you. Yeah. And I was just like... I, I Yeah, I think it could have been accomplished with uh, them walking towards it. Yeah. And then, like, panning to another scene or something. And then, like, maybe later on in the movie, you find his dead body mm-hmm. or something like that. I think I think it could have done a lot more. In, in it, it could have inflicted a lot more emotion and feeling yeah. into that type of scene if they did something like that. Instead of just playing it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But with this last battle, I actually kind of liked some of the fighting in it. I know it was still over... <laughs> yeah, I know. It was still uh, over CGI'd, but, like, all the other fight scenes, it's multiple people, and it's mm-hmm. just one person moving. You know, like... Yeah. Whenever they're at the prison, the earthbenders are moving stuff, and Aang's standing there, and then Aang will do something, and the earthbenders stand there. Yeah, okay, so it's, like, uh, like turn-based. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, turn-based fighting. But in this, like... It focused just on Aang. Yeah, and it just but showed, everyone else is fighting. Yeah, and like there were people fighting in the background, but it was cool to see like just yeah. one person doing it without those like hesitations in there. I can see, yeah, I can see where you're coming from with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I, they were CGI'd too well. That, oh, yeah. But I kind of liked the the fighting i guess yeah that that's a big thing whenever i watch like movies especially tv shows too uh is i get annoyed whenever uh like one person is taking on like five or six people you know Mm -hmm. and like the five or six people take turns yes like i'm like no just fucking everyone go at him you Mm -hmm. can't you're not gonna beat him one-on-one like like taking turns you just gotta all go in immediately and that's how about 90% of the fighting was in this movie up up until that final battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I do have one note written down. I know we're kind of bouncing all over the place at this final. No, battle. yeah, no, no, you get But um Aang is running upstairs to go like out to the ocean to make the big wave or whatever. He's running up yeah. the stairs and runs past a Fire Nation guy. I, yeah. And then there's this water bending guy that comes up. Fire Nation guy just throws him down the staircase. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like Aang just, like, 
let you could have thrown the Fire Nation guy off the stairs exactly while you're passing him, but no. But no, you just squeak past him, him, and then he ends up hurting someone. Yeah, just fuck him. Yeah, and <laughs> my last note. Actually, I got two final notes. Okay. Um, my last note for the battle is the Fire Nation's biggest crime is pollution, if you ask me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> because they had all the smoke <laughs> the coming smoke from their shit. things. Oh my god. Oh, I have another one, actually. What was everybody else in the world doing when the moon turns red? Like, what do they think just happened? I don't know. It turns red for a couple seconds, then it goes back? Imagine, like, your family's asleep. You see that? (laughs) That'd be, like, a funny short. Or, like, something like like a deleted, or not a deleted scene, but, like, after credit scene, where it's just, like, something funny. You could even make it uh, the Cabbage Man. Cabbage Man, yes! He goes to Cabbage his Man family. selling cabbages? Yeah. Oh my god. So, like, he's selling cabbages or something, and it turns red. He's just like, holy crap. He runs inside, <laughs> goes, he's like, hey, honey, wake up. The moon's red. By the time she wakes up, it's not red. And then she's just like... <laughs> she doesn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, look oh at us. Oh my god, you should have written this movie, <laughs> dude. God. Wow, thank you. Okay, now my last note. It's just this. Ozai is not scary. No, no. not at all. Like, no, no, he no, no. looks seen, like a businessman yeah. just wearing yeah. military wearing gear, robes. I guess. Yeah. Nah, they were robes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they were like bathrobes, red and yellow bathrobes. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've seen him in a couple other TV series and shows. I can't remember exactly which ones they were. I think he's but, in yeah, Fear he's, the Walking Dead was one thing. He I is saw. in Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, he's in Fear the Walking Dead, and there was another one, too. It was like some spy shit i don't remember mm-hmm. but um yeah he's just not a very intimidating guy he like seems like one of those like ceo bosses yeah exactly not like you know a dangerous firebender mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's one issue i had was just the fire nation as a whole weren't scary they could yeah. have so in a lot of movies the bad guys so like in star wars movies there's kind of like nazi symbolism i guess Mm-hmm. Where like every big military shows them like marching and they like look at yeah and then they got pictures of like the leader everywhere yeah and, shit like and that. this none of that's there like there's one scene yeah. you can see like an army marching in the background it just looks like a, it, they it was at a <laughs> high school it looks like a football team having practice behind them <laughs> yeah you know they could have done just like one scene with the <laughs> army just standing still before the battle and you're just yeah. like that's spooky <laughs> but that's it never really happens, intimidating you know? yeah and that's all my notes for the movie do you have anything else uh i don't have any more notes about the movie but i did see uh i re- i started well first off i want to mention that for the second movie uh they were going to introduce my favorite character Toph okay all right and I just think it's it's still whitewashing, which is really bad. But um, they were gonna uh, they were eyeing my celebrity crush to play Toph. Who? And that's uh, Chloe Grace that's Moretz. That's who I assumed. Yeah, I think she would have been. <laughs> but a they good were Toph. they were eyeing. I think she could have played a good Toph. Yeah. She's not you know the ethnicity to play yeah. Toph, but I think she could have played a good Toph. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh, I saw a couple. I I read all the like comments and shit like that. I 
I picked out a couple that were kind of fun. So did I. Did you really? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh do you want to go first or do you want to You go, go first? first, man. Okay. All right. Well, I've got I got 3 comments and then I've got one that came from that parents guide they have on IMDb. Okay. Where it's like warning about like, well, whatever. But um what the first comment I saw was um uh, it says that M. Night Shyamalan didn't even watch the series, and all he got was, or all the information he got was from that play <laughs> they did in the third season, where it was, like, really, like, uh, not accurate. That's, where, like, the big muscly guy was playing Toph yep, and shit like the, that. One of the comments yeah. I have is, this whole movie was the cringy play in season three of the series. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> that Yeah, that's the one. Um Another one I saw called uh, M Night Shyamalan a lazy, lazy man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was, I thought that was pretty yeah. good. Um, and then another one said he uh, firebended his directing career into smithereens <laughs> mm-hmm. until Split. <laughs> until Split. Yeah. Split was really good. I will say that. And then the Parents Guide one. It just warns that the movie is so bad that it's frightening. <laughs> 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 so don't let your kids watch it or <laughs> I like that. that's the only yeah. scary part they'll be scared yeah <laughs> okay when i got these are from the comments on the trailer on youtube oh okay um someone said someone played the movie on a plane once and people still walked out <laughs> oh my god and then good oh i guess the other one i told you already oh. i mentioned it but um they get from the play yep and then this was Roger Ebert's review of it. Um, okay. I don't know who that is, but okay. He's like his famous movie critic. Oh, okay. I guess he you. said, The Last Airbender is an agonizing experience in every category I can think of and others that are still waiting to be invented. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking savage. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Roger Ebert. Roger Roger Ebert, yeah. you're the man, bro. If you're listening to this, I doubt it. He's very you're the famous. man, Roger Ebert. <laughs> um, but like Roger Ebert, we have a a scoring system. Oh my His God. is zero yeah. through four. How basic, you know? <laughs> of course. Ours yeah. here at Friends with Cinefits is one through three. So what a change up, dude! Yes, what a change, Austin. Up. Without using halves. You can't go higher than three, also. Can I go lower than no, one? No, you won't need to for this movie. <laughs> um, what What would you rate this movie? Like, I want to say one, but I feel like that's just too good. <laughs> like, what, what's the what's the little what's the little I in math? Isn't that like an imaginary number yes. or some shit? Can I rate it the I? There, you can. <laughs> I rated an I. All right, but that's how bad this movie was. That auto corrects to one. So okay, all right, it's still it's still all right. <laughs> yep, I give it a one. This is not good. <laughs> um, maybe no. I was gonna say maybe if you're in the mood for like making fun no. of something like we were. Even, but no, no. If you're in the mood, if you're in the mood to make fun of something, watch one of the bad, so bad they're good movies, like yeah. Sharknado well, or like, um, oh, what? <laughs> that's such, that's a good movie. Oh, I was thinking of the 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 room or whatever. Oh yeah. You know that you know that movie? Uh, I've seen a little bit of it. That is such a good movie to make fun of. Mm-hmm. Like, watch one of those. Don't watch this one. It's it's not. You can't make fun of this one. Yeah, it's not like, even like a good type how. of bad. Yeah, it's just a bad, bad movie. Yeah. I don't understand how you would even begin to make fun of it exactly. or laugh at it. So, 
Next, I will give my recommendation. Okay. It's also a movie based on a TV show. Okay. Um, it's not an animated show. It's actually an old show. I've never even seen any episode of the TV show. Okay. But the movie is Man from Uncle. Um, oh, I I haven't seen it, but that's that has like Tom Hardy, right? No. No. It has uh, Army Hammer and Superman. What? Clarkin. No, <laughs> the guy that plays it, Superman right now. Which which? Uh, oh, and the Witcher guy. Like right now. Yeah. Oh, um... Why am I blanking? I am so good with actors' <laughs> names. Henry Cavill. Yeah, Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry yeah. about that, guys. No. <laughs> I should have written it down, but I was like, oh, it's Henry <laughs> no, Cavill. Didn't. I'll remember that. <laughs> um, it's incredible. Maybe I am thi- I think I think that I am thinking of the right movie. I, I just mistook Tom Hardy for Henry Cavill. I think... It's, it's like that spy yeah, movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. They yeah. have... Him and Army Hammer are the two main characters, and I think alicia vikander's in it who i also love oh yeah yeah you're you're a celebrity crush yeah your favorite actress, other than whatever. florence Pugh, i love florence Pugh. Um, <laughs> she's in little women the recommendation from last week <laughs> but anyways i have to watch it bro dude you should it's incredible <laughs> i got people messaging me about this podcast they said hey little women is amazing <laughs> so I will, I will have to watch it. I'll see if I can find it anywhere. Great. So, yeah, it's a spy movie. Man from Uncle yeah. is a spy movie. It's the relationship between the two main characters. They have, like, good chemistry. It's funny. Yeah. There's good action. So I recommend it. Um, okay, yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I it has been kind of on my list yeah. of things I want to watch. You should check so. it out. Okay. So, gotcha. next... Is there anything that you would like to promote? <laughs> I've, I've got a Twitter. <laughs> I uh, I think it's Austin underscore Ramsey four, the number four. I think it is. I don't. I'll know. link it in the show. You notes. could you could you could yeah you could probably find it just searching Austin Ramsey my name. Yep. Um, but that I don't have like any other social media or anything. He's a funny guy. He makes <laughs> I appreciate he that, makes Alex. somewhat funny tweets. Yeah. Well, thank it's you a good much. follow I, I try my best i try my best yep okay so the next episode yes that i want people to watch before we go into it you know so we can have a conversation okay. i guess i didn't want people to watch the last airbender before this <laughs> so episode. you didn't recommend it <laughs> i i put it at the end of the episode but like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't recommend watching it you know? <laughs> okay but this one is Hail Caesar by the Coen Brothers. I've heard good things about yeah. them. Um, so they've yeah. done Oh Brother Where Art Thou, No Country for Old Men. Oh, yeah, um, okay. Fargo from 1996. Yeah. I got you. Ballad of Buster Scruggs. They've done a lot of stuff. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Coen Brothers, and Hail Caesar's next. And the guest that picked that was the lovely Erica McAllister. Oh, your sister. Uh, yes. Hi, Erica. So, I'm out of friends already. <laughs> no, my sister's one of my best friends, so she'll be on the next episode for okay. Hail Caesar. Um, it's been on Netflix, like, ever since it came out. I need, I I need to watch that. Is it, just, is it just, what, Roman history or whatever? Mm, or does it have to do with Roman history? It's, it's about a movie production company, and... 
It's not really anything about. I, I'll, I'll, I'll look. I'll look. I'll look the yeah. trailer. I'll, I'll watch the trailer. Watch the trailer. <laughs> it has George Clooney in it. Um, oh, I know what that movie is. Yeah, it has a lot of people. Yeah, Channing yeah, Tatum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the famous actors. Yeah, yeah I know what you're I, talking about. I could go on. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Because I forget names <laughs> when I'm on the spot. Okay, so finally, just gonna wrap up here. Yeah. Um, I do have the intro and outro music. It was made oh, by nice. my uncle. His oh, name really? is Ray McAllister. So shout out to him. I doubt he'll listen to this. Shout out to Ray. <laughs> but he's super talented. I wanted to give yeah. him a shout out. I forgot to last episode. <laughs> and other than that, just follow at CinefitsPod on Twitter or uh, send me an email, friendswithcinefits at gmail.com. The podcast should be on anything you listen to podcasts <laughs> at other than YouTube. Um, so it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I already said Spotify, but I feel like I have to say it again. For <laughs> all the other ones. Yeah. Yep. But that's all I got for this episode. Austin, thank you very much for joining. Thank you very much for having me. I, I had a blast. Great. And you'll definitely be on in the future. Thanks for listening, guys. All right. I'm, I'm looking forward to it.